morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. Today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. With the team on a bye week, there hasn't been a ton of news about the Niners so far. So, like I usually do, I found some cool stuff for you to listen to about the Niners this week. First, Mina Kimes sent me a clip from her podcast with Dominique Foxworth yesterday to prove she's not a 49ers hater, which she's not, by the way, despite being a Seahawks fan. But listen to what she and Dominique said about the Niners offense with Christian McCaffrey. As a defender, let's say you're a linebacker. Mm Mm-hmm. What is it like seeing Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel on the field at the same time? Like, what does it do to you mentally? Oh, yeah. So um, I played nickel, which is a linebacker sometimes. And uh, because I was small, they tried to devise ways to force me to participate in the running attack. But before you even come out of the huddle, it's freaky because you're like, where am I going to line up? I was like, Debo may be in the backfield. Debo may be split out. Christian may be in the backfield. Christian may be split out. They both may be in the backfield. They both both may be split out. So like in part of what you're doing pre-snap or like forget pre-snap, before you break the huddle, you hear the personnel group and that narrows down your responsibilities. You hear your play, you hear their personnel group and you're like, all right, well, I got these three potential things. Then you go out there and they line up. You see the formation and you're like, all right, now I got these two potential things. Then they shift because they love the shift in motion. You're like, oh, I got to go back and add another thing back in and think about it. And then, so like, that's the mental gymnastics before you even snap the ball. And then worst case scenario, you get caught in isolation with Christian McCaffrey on the edge. And now you, you're just freaking out. So like, it's just, and that's for a linebacker. That's just incredibly stressful from top to bottom, from the beginning of the play to the end. I don't even know how you classify the personnel group. Except the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers are why. This is... I think the closest thing we will ever see in the NFL to positionless football, to basketball, mm-hmm. basically out there, because right. that's it, it, the the multiplicity of this offense is unparalleled. That was always Kyle Shanahan's dream, right? The ability to do anything with anyone at any time, and McCaffrey being out in the field with Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and Yuschek means there's no formation the defense can play where the offense doesn't have the advantage. If you stay in your base defense and try and stop them run, the Niners can put McCaffrey in the slot and he'll either be guarded by a linebacker, which is a win for Christian, or he'll be guarded by a safety, which means Ayuk. Kittle or Debo is going to have single coverage. If you go zone, Shanahan can flood one area of the field with legitimate threats from everybody to catch the ball, or he can just run screens until the cows come home. So there's always an answer for the 49ers. And if the defense goes with an extra defensive back to play the pass, the Niners can run on you all day long, especially after Elijah Mitchell comes back. Now, I know I'm a realist. Don't get me wrong. No offense is unstoppable. But like Foxworth was saying in that clip, the sheer number of options that Kyle Shanahan has at his disposal can really put defenses in a blender. The other clip I wanted you to hear actually comes from an interview that I did yesterday with Trent Dilfer on the SB Nation NFL show. And yes, if you didn't know, I host an NFL show on Wednesdays and Fridays for SB Nation. You should go and check that out. This clip is Trent Dilfer talking about the lack of actual quarterback coaching at the NFL level. I've honestly rolled my eyes since 2008 on why in the heck every NFL team doesn't have a designated quarterback mentor on their staff. 
a guy that understands the technical part, a guy that can kind of be a mentor to the quarterback. Somebody has been there, done that. Not the quarterback coach. He's scheming. He's in coaches' meetings. But somebody that can help them learn how to watch film better, work on their technique on the off days, have an extra set of eyes on them. You know, kind of like they do. And they have to go outsource this in the off season. Why wouldn't the team outsource it in season? That's always been one that I've just I, I've shook my head. And I said I do not understand. I would hire Quincy Avery, Jordan Palmer, Justin Hoover, Paul Troth. I can go on and on. Craig Nall, I'd hire all these guys around the country that have had an impact on these kids when they were 16, 17 years old. I'd hire them on staff to uh, get them in the building and, and just assist in that the, the development of that player. I play that for you because after I heard it, I thought, damn, that kind of sounds an awful lot like what the 49ers hired Brian Greasy to do for Trey Lance. You know, he's not there. Greasy is not there to teach Trey Lance the system. Trey's already been in the system for a year, and that's really what Kyle Shanahan and passing game coordinator Bobby Slowick are there for. By the Niners' own admission, Greasy is there to kind of be a big brother, right? Teach Trey how to be a professional, how to watch film better. You know, all the things that you would like the backup quarterback to do, they kind of hired Greasy to do. And look, maybe that's my own personal bias, but honestly, that was the first thing I thought of when Trent Dilfer said that. By the way, if you want to hear the rest of that interview, download the SB Nation NFL show and you will hear me talk about every team, not just the 49ers. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Thursday, Nate Tice of The Athletic had a great breakdown of Christian McCaffrey's impact on Sunday against the Rams. Check it out if you want a deeper understanding of just how dominant CMC was in that game. One thing to watch, Matt Mayoko talked with Javon Kinlaw about possibly contributing this year to the defense. Kinlaw, of course, is still hopeful, but I have my doubts. There's a couple quotes in there where he really makes it sound like He's going to have to manage things going forward. And look, if he can't come back after the bye, I think you can pretty much count this season as a wash and maybe his career as a 49er as a wash. One thing you may have missed, Jimmy Garoppolo turned 31 yesterday. That's it. That's a tweet. That's a wrap on today's 49ers and 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Thursday, everybody. Stay tuned for the Gold Standard Podcast with myself and Levin Black. We're going to offer up some second-half predictions for you. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.